In the 2000s, teens were IMing and asking, is your MySpace song about me? In the 2010s, they were all watching Vines and getting free Shivakadoos at Del Taco. Fast forward to today, and what does our hyper-connected Gen Z students care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have conversations about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. Here you will find teachings from our youth team at Calvary Monterey, as well as conversations with other leaders and members of our church. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about the podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody out there and welcome to another episode of What's the Wi-Fi Password, a podcast that focuses on Gen Z and all the things that kind of circle around that. I'm glad you're here today to listen to this and uh, be a part of this podcast and just what the Lord is doing within your generation. Uh, my name is Joshua Shively. If you don't know me, I'm the youth pastor at Calvary Monterey, which is uh, located there in the central coast of California. Yeah, I, I know I'm blessed. I get to do ministry in a really beautiful spot. And if you're not, I'm sorry, but you know, pray more. No, I'm joking. But the, uh, yeah, I'm really glad you're here and just a part of this. And uh, you know, today, uh, as you know, uh, I do a lot of interviews. And today, actually, I'm really blessed. I've got some of my graduating students that have been with me here at Monterey for. Um, the whole time that I've been here. Uh, so I first off have Jenny Vining. Say hi, Jenny. Hi. And then I have Zaniel. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so these are actually, you know, I think every youth pastor maybe won't admit this, but I think they know that they have favorite students. And, you know, Jenny and Zaniel, uh, I just had some amazing experiences with both of them through the last five plus years of being here at Calvary. Uh, actually had Jenny for five years in high school ministry because she was brought up early by my predecessor, George. And then uh, Zaniel, I got him in eighth grade. I got to walk him through that and all the way through his high school career and be their youth pastor in that. And now they are almost a year outside of high school group um, and kind of adulting and living life. And so today I wanted to just kind of interview him, ask him some questions about their time in youth group, their growth in youth group, uh, their just kind of experience and then kind of that transition and then what are they doing now you know I mean whether they're atheist or agnostic uh, <laughs> I think one of them might be a satanist now I don't know but we'll figure that out today uh, and so yeah Jenny's pointing to Zaniel um, <laughs> no, he's not <laughs> I know he's not if he was I'd still love him and I'd just convert him back to Jesus so anyway guys so how you guys doing good good, good. yeah good yeah. right on you're both coming off a shift at in and out right? yep. You guys are both working there. Yep. It's not bad, man. California, they are paying bank right now. Yeah, $20 an hour is the starting off. pay. Dang. And you've been there, what, six months now, Jenny? I've been there for like two months. Oh, two months. Gotcha. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then, Jenny, you just started, right? Yeah, literally my third day today. Yeah. So. Okay. Are you getting your uh, bicep from... from Cutting those fries? No, I don't he's not on potatoes. No, he's not. No. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't earned potatoes yet. Not yet. Maybe I'll get I biceps just... from registers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Handling that Handling money, man. Yeah. That, that uh, potato, when you see, see someone in on that, like when they get in the rhythm, they are fast. Like I'm always waiting for them to cut their fingers off or something or french fry up their fingers. But yeah, it seems pretty good. Do you do potato yet, Jenny? I just started on potatoes. Okay. Yeah. How it's, is it? <laughs> it's so fun. I really like it, but my face gets so greasy afterwards, so... Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It gets so greasy. How many burgers do you think you've eaten in the last two months? 
I eat one almost every single day and okay I have to admit sometimes I eat like two a day because Ooh. I get off of a shift and I'm still hungry yeah. so I just go and order another burger but okay. yeah all right. That's, yeah. There's no shame in that. There's yeah. no shame. At Yum. least 60 burgers. Yeah, at least 60? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a good thing you got a metabolism like a hummingbird. Seriously. Yeah. like. No, um, I'm, I'm starting to notice it. It's bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to go protein style. <laughs> that lettuce go. wrap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The lettuce wrap. It's not as good, though. It's not. It's not. I try it every it's once good. in a while, and I think I'm yeah. being healthy, and it's just not as good. And when you're so hungry, mm -hmm. it, like... You need that carb. You need mm. the bun. Yeah, you need yeah. the bun. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've been asked this, right? Because everybody, when they talk about in and out they got to talk about what their order is. So right. I got I to hear, what are your guys' orders? I'm super basic. It's just a double-double with grilled onion. Yeah, so yeah. not animal style, just grilled onion. Just grilled onion. Now, is that the same as whole, whole onion down? No, so whole grilled onion is when they put it on the grill and they yeah. grill it. But just the normal grilled onion is chopped and put on the burger. Gotcha. And then normal onion is fried on the patty. Gotcha. So it's not on the grill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. What about you, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty basic too. I normally just get the double double. I don't do anything special with it. Nothing. But today I got, uh, I made it animal style for the first time. Yeah. So somebody that was visiting the store today. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I'm going to start doing that. Okay. On the regular. Yeah. No, I love, I think I love animal style. One, because the, the grilled onion, but then the pickle. The pickle right? is just so much. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. they do. They it do. does a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, de if I derive from that, it's a whole grilled onion down with, with pickle. Oh yeah. And like that's. That do you do the fried thing. mustard too? I haven't. That's okay. So <laughs> yeah. animal style yeah. comes with fried mustard and pickle. Okay. Extra spread and grilled onion. Okay. Everything on a normal burger as well. But the fried mustard is fried onto the patty. It's pretty good. So should I do whole grilled onion? Because I like onion. You can so. just say double-double uh, animal style or whatever burger you get. Animal yeah. style with whole grilled onion. So animal style with whole grilled. That's a lot of onion. Dude, that is bomb. <laughs> is it really? It's bomb. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, when I'm really in my fatty days too, it's, it's all about that. <laughs> when you're poking. Oh my gosh, the animal style fries. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you have to yeah. get them fresh. Yes. Yes, I do agree. If yeah. if you go into to In and Out and the fries have been sitting there for a while, mm -hmm. they're they're not as good. They're not mm -hmm. as good. But when they're when they're on point, Hi, they beat God. every fry out there. In I my agree. opinion. In my yeah. opinion. I agree. Um, so I started counting calories in January, beginning of this year. It's kind of my new thing, right? Like, um, I bulked pretty heavy. I got up to like two thirty. Nice. And like in the Christmas. Yeah. Um, I'm like, all right, this is too heavy for a guy that's five seven. <laughs> and so, um, I'm. I'm counting calories for the first time in my life and I haven't gotten in and out yet because I'm scared. Because like mm. the app I use, it, it keeps track of things and then it has a huge database. So I know if I typed in, double the, it's, someone else already figured out the calories and I know yeah. in and out has them up there too. Yeah. But I'm afraid. Because, no, that's fair. Yeah, because my favorite burrito joint it's like, oh, that's a thousand calories. That burrito is a thousand calories. Zerabes. Yeah. Zerabes yeah. in Monterey. Best burrito ever. Shout out Zerabes. Like, yeah, so good. Yeah. Hashtag carnitas. Um, so <laughs> good. So anyway, I haven't gone there yet because I'm afraid and I don't want to know how many calories I'm consuming. You know consuming. what? I just choose to not, not even think about it because yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. Sometimes I'll get on my, like on my break, I'll get double double with fries. Yeah. And then on my last break... I'll just get more fries. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also 19. Yeah. And, you know, a hummingbird again. Yeah. Right? I'm 30, going to be 38 this year. <laughs> I don't have that metabolism anymore. Gosh, you know? double her age. I know, bro. Tell me Dang. about it. I know. Well, we've been interviewing uh, Ian uh, yeah. earlier. It's like, 
I'm like 15 years older than that guy. You know, it's just crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, definitely getting older. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay though. It's all right. I like it. Um, anyway, pushing 40. Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just thought about that. I've reached late you know what? 30s. 40 is mm-hmm. the new 30. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, mm. But what, what I what I my goal is when a man hits 40, mm-hmm. you can tell if he's taking care of himself or not, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I don't look 40. I don't think I do. No, no, so no like, definitely not. Like my goal is when I hit 40. People are still, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. when a man you hits that age, you want to see shock on their face exactly, when you exactly. Yeah. And I have two teenagers that like, mm-hmm. yes. So that's my goal. That's yeah. my goal. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, let's move on to more spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you guys are working. I love that you guys are just kind of living life right now. Um, so I would love to hear, right? Because you guys went through my my high school ministry here at Calvary. Um, I just love, love. I would love to hear first. Let's go bad, right? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Worst memory or like, I don't know, awkwardest or funkiest like memory in, in your high school time here at Calvary yeah. through the youth group. Okay, this is <laughs> this is a more lighthearted one. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember somebody bringing up to me recently that at my first, I think it was the first middle school camp that I volunteered at mm. as a high schooler and I led the blue team that <laughs> I had initiated one of our like group bonding things for us to say gang gang to each other every time we saw another blue team member and I don't know why I don't know why that was a thing or why I got away with that because it just kind of sounds bad but every time we saw each other it would be gang 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 does this mean something else now you know I don't know if we urban dictionary that yeah yeah and it just there were some people questioning it apparently, but they didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I okay. I don't, know, I don't think anybody that's, or I don't think most people that are going to it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not. You know, but, but this really generation though, that language is changing so fast. Like, yeah, I'm, I find myself on Urban Dictionary at least once a week, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And you guys, like, I know you laugh, but like, are you guys millennials or Gen Z? No. Oh no, we're Gen, Gen Z. Z. You're Gen Z, but but when does that age change? Because you guys are gonna be like me, like a bubble. You're- like, no, you're actually the youth group starting to get into Generation Alpha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when when did Z yeah. start? I know Alpha. Yeah. 1998. I and think. When were you born? 2004. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I graduated high school. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Okay. So you guys are more middle. All right. So maybe you won't find yourself. I'm definitely that bubble. All right. I grew up hearing Xer. Had no idea what a millennial was till I got into my 20s, and they're like, "Oh, you're a millennial." I'm like. What do you call me? Like, I thought I was an Xer. You know, I thought I was like cool, like really? you know, like X game guy, like kind of a thing. But I'm a I'm a bubble millennial, mm-hmm. or now they call me a geriatric millennial, right? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you haven't heard that before? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I love it though. Okay, right. so I just looked it up. It says 1997 to 2012. Okay, yeah. there you go. So yeah, you're in the middle there. You guys are in the middle. Yeah, yeah we're getting an alpha soon, and uh, they don't know that yet though, and I don't want them to know that because just. All the connotations that go with like we're alpha you know that whole alpha yeah. beta thing going on yeah anyway all right so gang gang that was your like you look back at that going we could have picked it's something a, different yeah mm-hmm. it's a silly one but yeah. it works though yeah. it works i like it all right what about you mr daniel i don't know yeah like it was all good no <laughs> but like i can't really think back to like one specific moment that was like oh that was just really bad yeah or like I don't think I did anything really bad either. Okay. I don't know. I, no, you were a great kid, man. <laughs> you didn't do anything bad. I just kind of, I just, I don't know, I just did my own thing. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think if, if you're one of those kids, man, like if you had done something, like I'd be like, Zaniel? Yeah. No, no, not not Zaniel. <laughs> yeah. Not Zaniel. Someone influenced them. <laughs> no way. Not Zaniel. Not him. Jenny, I would have been like, mm, mm-hmm. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. All right. All right. So, what, what about the best memory? Best memory from youth ministry? Mm. Um, probably uh, the middle school camp that we did. Uh, not like the most most recent one, but the mm-hmm. one before that. Okay. Um, where you guys were leading it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we went. Yeah. I think it was two thousand one. Where? What? Two thousand two. Bro. <laughs> 2001. I'm sorry, 2021. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. 2021, wasn't it? We went to Alta? Uh, yeah. Yeah, was there. Like, and like, yeah. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was probably my favorite because mm-hmm. I felt like really connected with the, the kids I was leading. Absolutely. It was just really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that was my, I mean, this last summer, we had a big, big middle school camp. We went to Woodleaf, and that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. But going to that middle school camp with you guys as leaders, going the night before, cooking dinner with you guys, yeah. hopping over the fence, going that to the pool. So like It was. There was just something really cool about that. And um, probably mine with you guys is, is yeah, leading those camps with you guys. And then um, our senior trip last May. Like, that oh, was just such a cool that was thing, really man. Good. I don't know why I forgot about that. It's yeah, right. no, that was really good. <laughs> it almost good. felt apart yeah. from the youth group. It didn't yeah. really feel like a youth group event totally. because of how... I don't want to use the word intimate, but it was very intimate and it didn't feel like put on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There wasn't as much of a structure. It was more Mm. like it felt very present. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You guys have a special place because you guys were part of the youth group and part of it Mm pre-COVID. And then in the, you know, walking through it, staying in it, you guys didn't take off and all are fumbling through COVID and trying to keep a youth group together. And then you were here afterward when like, we really kind of blew up. Like we were the only youth group in the peninsula really meeting. Yeah. A lot of churches uh, around the area, their youth pastors kind of burned out. So we just got this influx of kids just because we were meeting. You know? yeah. Almost 100 people on oh, the first night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, under the tent, outside. No, we didn't have a tent yet. Mm-hmm. No, that was, that that was, was the egg yeah. slap day. That was bad. <laughs> Maybe that's my worst youth Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Jenny has a video of me. We came back from... from oh, he's outing shut, himself. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I, mean, I got it. So we, um, we had the shutdown. We had our first night coming back. I did a video on like, hey, keep social distance, wash your hands, wear your mask. We're going to do youth group, but we're going to do our best outside to do this. And me being a genius, I wanted to play a game called Egg Slap, where the kids, if you don't know this game, the kids duct tape an egg onto their arm, and then we run around, and I thought, well, we'll use pool needles, noodles, rather than like slapping it so that there's social distancing. Well, pool noodles are not tough enough, apparently, to break an indestructible egg. Mm -mm. And then for some reason, these eggs were made of kryptonite, because like straight up, they like would not break. And so then it just turned into this big mob of kids tackling each other, and then two girls actually showed up uh, who had graduated previously, mm-hmm. and they decided to attack Pastor Josh with eggs. And Pastor Josh forgot about social distancing, and so Jenny has a video of me tackling one of these girls. She's 18, and she was in the military, so I, <laughs> I, I, I have a, I, I, she could handle it. And uh, shoving egg in her face. And then one of my leaders, Gabe, decided to crack me upside the head with an egg, and so then I tackle him, and it just really didn't look good. It was a great welcome back to the youth group. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. It was definitely yeah. like, what's no. COVID? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. What is happening in the world right now? <laughs> We're having youth group right now. Yeah, not one of my best moments. Um, 
But, you know, yeah, it's definitely one of those things. You guys got to be a part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So walking through all that, man, these last couple of years, you know, you guys, you guys are that generation where um, your high school was just, you know, high school time was just so messed up and just so like different. You know, these kids going into high school this year, like my daughter, she's a freshman. She's not going to have any idea like what high school was like for you guys and going through the pandemic and going through that. So your walk with the Lord, you know, to bring this back to faith, like how did that stand? How did that go through that, that time, through your high school time, through youth group, through, through COVID and all that? How did, how did all of it kind of come together? I mean, any pieces that you guys have thought back on and go, this is what kept me going or this is what kept me faithful? I don't know, weirdly enough, like I felt like pre-COVID, um, I was like struggling a lot more, not with my faith and like mm-hmm. how that I believe or anything like that, but just like how much trust I was willing to put mm. and, uh, to God. And um, I don't know what it was about like the time during COVID, mm-hmm. just being home alone all the, all day. And yeah. like, I don't know, I, I guess it gave me more time to read time to talk to certain people and stuff mm-hmm. like that but coming back from all the quarantine stuff like I've been I don't, I don't like the word on fire or like mm-hmm. phrase on fire but like I feel like I really have been coming mm-hmm. back from COVID and I don't know why yeah I really don't but something about seeing every, or I guess I do know why it's just coming back and being able to see everybody interact with everybody but feeling involved with the church again mm-hmm. um and feeling what I was missing for yeah. like a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, that really like pushed me forward. Yeah. Not just in my faith, also even just like personally too. Yeah, like, just in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Yeah, I believe we're whole people, man. And that's like a big part of it. You know, I mean, our faith is like a huge foundational piece of who we are, but we're also a whole person. We're also physically and mentally like people, you know? So that's cool. That's really awesome. How about you, Jenny? I think there were a lot of, ups ups and downs there was a lot of times that I um was at youth group for the right reasons Mm -hmm. and I was able to be here and be um here to pursue my faith and Mm -hmm. be here to um serve and there was also times that I would get caught up in being somebody who was um pretty well known at the youth group being somebody who would um kind of welcome kids in and stuff like that yeah and I think that that was also a struggle for me, mm-hmm. being somebody who was kind of like almost seen as a leader before I was yeah. out of the youth group yeah, yeah. in some ways. But um, I think that the break with COVID was really like really God's timing mm-hmm. because it allowed me to um, just kind of recenter with God personally mm-hmm. and remember what it's like to have. A relationship with God aside from the influence of other people. That's good. Yeah, um, definitely. Which was, it was really good for me. And I think also coming back to the youth group, I didn't feel as much pressure to mm. be like an example. Yeah. It was more something that I would try to do and like not like try to do, but it was just something that would come with my um, 
pursuit of my own personal faith, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. There were a lot of kids here, even some of our leaders who didn't even know who you were, mm-hmm. you know, when we came back. It was so, really freeing. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. really freeing. Yeah, and the YouTube yeah. just being bigger. And, yeah. It, it was, cl- like, it was way tighter before so COVID. Close. But at the same time, like, that kind of caused more drama. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure. It felt like yeah. a lot of pressure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Which just shows that we're imperfect, you know, even yeah. in healthy communities, we're still broken people, you know, and. Right. Especially being teenagers, you guys are just going through so much and trying to figure out who you are and mm-hmm. putting out certain personas and all that kind of stuff at all. Yeah. yeah. And we had some strong personalities in yeah. our youth group before COVID. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had some strong personalities. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, cool. All right. So, you know, so you, we get back, you know, you kind of, we, both you guys, I saw you as potential leaders, you know, and so getting involved with our E117, our Ephesians 117 leadership and, you know, and, and walking through some of that and serving and middle school camps and, and then our senior trip. And you step into this transition, you know, and it's kind of like you got that one last summer mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like, okay, now you're in the world. How's that transition been for you guys? And, you know, let's say we got a couple seniors listening to this. What's something that you could give them that maybe, you know, would help them that's something that you wished you knew, you know, even just six months ago? I would say it's been really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you you have plans that stretch a few months, a year ahead, really just try to take it one day at a time because it's such, it really is such a huge transition period. Even if you're still going to be staying at home, there's mm-hmm. so much in your life that's changing and in the way that people view you and see you. Yeah. Um, and there's been so much different in my life now than when I was still in the youth group. Mm-hmm. And it happened so fast that um, I wish I wouldn't have tried to plan so far ahead, if that makes sense. Oh, really? Just okay. trying to take it yeah. one day at a time and really, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's so cliche. It's no, so cliche, no, it's not. Take no. it slow because it's going to go so fast. Mm. Um, yeah. If I, if I think about what I'm trying to say, I'll, I'll put more in there. Yeah, but. I almost <laughs> wish with what you're saying right now, I would have I uh, brought back some of your the things I wrote down from the senior trip that you guys talked about, like yeah. we talked about that. What's, what's in the next year? Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have brought that today because yeah, I would have been really cool to read that really to you. Cause now, cause yeah, it's almost a year ago that we went on that, you wow. know, a couple months from now, but yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. What about you, Daniel? Um, sorry, what was the question? Yeah. yeah. Just so the transition period, man, like getting out of high school, getting out of youth group over the last kind of six months of, Kind of figuring out what being an adult is. I mean, you've done a lot, actually. Like, I mean, kind of stepping out, getting your license. It's kind of been more of a transitional for you, it feels like. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, like, the first, I guess still kind of now. But mm-hmm. the very, very beginning, because I'm not going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just working, and I'm kind of pursuing certain things that I'm interested in right now. Yeah. Um, I had, like, a lot of time at home, and I was... Just because, like, people ask you so often, like, oh, what do you plan on doing? What do you want to be? What do you mm-hmm. want to do? Yeah, pressure. Yeah, it's like it was eating away at me real bad. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it made me, like, try to plan out my next month, six months, year, whatever yeah. it was. And it was not doing me any good. Yeah, and I was okay. putting, like, a ton of stress on myself because I didn't feel like I was doing enough. But I literally just graduated, like, mm-hmm. two months yeah. prior. <laughs> exactly. And I was still 17. I figure it out. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I, I was 17 graduating. Like, okay. I, I yeah. shouldn't have felt that much pressure, but it's just something that you kind of put on yourself, but also just from 
other people. Yeah, too. our society, people, you know, it's kind of like working in and out. Well, what's your style? You know, and then it's like, oh, you're graduating. What's next? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. Um, okay. But I definitely took too long to get my license. So maybe yeah. that was like part of it. But like getting my license earlier this month, that alone is just yeah. like such a big step. Yeah. Uh, and then now working it in and out and mm -hmm. then technically having another job. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I feel like I'm actually doing something now. Because you're I, still catering, right? Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. really slow right now. Yeah. But um, I feel like I'm actually doing something and going somewhere with myself. Yeah. Not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to stay in and out or whatever. But like, because I'm being productive, mm -hmm. I'm not con so consumed with like, I'm not doing anything right now. Yeah. Which means I'm not going to be doing anything in the next six months. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just <clears throat> keeping yourself busy in that downtime is mm -hmm. like making a huge difference. Yeah. Because both of you guys are kind of in that place. You went to the bear sanctuary, yeah. right, for a little bit of time. What, three months, four months? It was, I was gone for two months. Okay. I was out there for about a month and a half. Mm -hmm. Took some time traveling out and back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that was... Where was that? Minis where was it? Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The bear sanctuary. Was, I still haven't seen any pictures of these bears yet. I gotta see some pictures. I posted them on my Instagram. I'm never on Instagram. I'll, I'll show them to you after the yeah. podcast. She's been lying. I got it. I know. Yeah, she's out there. She's you out there funny? being a hippie. I have one picture of me with the bears. Yeah. I'm really upset about that. You took that. like a selfie of the bear yeah. behind you. Just yeah. one picture. I have probably a thousand of pictures of bears. Yeah. But just one of me yeah. with the bears. <laughs> Barely any proof. But. Barely any. Ha 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 ha. Daniel's like, no, stop, yeah. gosh, stop. Um, do you get it? Barely any. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Barely any proof. Okay. If I can just real quick, like, yes, touch please. back on. Yeah, go for it. I think that um, there, it's so easy to compare yourself to everybody else around you who's going through that same transition period. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find a way to convince yourself that everybody else is doing more than you are, or yeah. they're more secure in what they're doing than you are, because there's so much doubt and fear that mm -hmm. comes with it. Um, even the people who are going away to college and it seems like they have their life plan, they're also struggling. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that and like, I'll feel better because they're doing terrible. Yeah. Not yeah. at all, but <laughs> you really shouldn't feel like you have to have your life planned mm -hmm. out. You That's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially because you guys are literally like, you're still babies. Yeah. You know, like by every technical standard, you're still, you're adults and you're held accountable for that, you know, right. but there's still a lot of time. There really is. That's mm -hmm. cool. Okay. Uh, any big aha moments? Like something that maybe your parents told you for years while your high schoolers or your youth pastor did, and then it's mm -hmm. like, now that I'm responsible for this, like this is on me. Any big aha moments over the last couple months now that you're adulting? Like for me, when I first moved out, it was, oh, I have to keep track of my checking account. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I went overdraft once. And back then, I didn't have overdraft protection. And that was horrible. So, yeah. yeah. Nothing? Uh, yeah. Like, I'm going to be taking over the car payments. Oh, okay. Paying yeah. for the car, like a huge <laughs> down payment. That's for a that. big so, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably that right now. Because okay. that's, like, been really on my mind yeah. for, for a bit. So. Okay. What about within your faith? Like just kind of like being an adult now, man, there's no more not meeting my youth pastor, my youth leaders every week. Like mm -hmm. anything with that, like kind of that realm of like your faith and like walking with God, that kind of responsibility of like, this is mine. I need to own this. Yeah. I think that who you choose to be around is really going to affect mm -hmm. your morals and what you find yourself wanting to spend your time on. Yeah. And like it completely shapes your mindset and it really does affect your faith 
Um, and I think I never, it wasn't something I really had to think about growing up in church and being in the youth group and coming so consistently, but it's been something that I've had to put work into okay. now that I'm outside of the youth group. And it also helped me in hindsight be able to look back and see how I wasn't intentional while I was in the youth group. Mm. And I just kind of assumed, you know, I'm around Christians. That's oh, good enough. And yeah, yeah. I wish I would have been more intentional with what friendships are feeding me spiritually. What friendships are we both pushing each other towards Christ? Yeah. Rather than, well, this person goes to church. I'll hang out with them oh. type of thing. So. I think it's a huge aha moment, Jenny. Mm. I mean, you know, Ephesians tells us bad company corrupts. Like, yeah. don't be deceived. Yeah. And so when you are at church every Sunday... You know, you guys were, were pretty intentional and pretty involved, you know, and you, I think even in your senior year, you were helping out with hospitality and stuff or yeah. Calvary Kids, right? Yeah. You know, so you're here, you're here on Tuesdays, events, camps, you're serving at the camps. So it's like you're around other, you know, quote unquote Christian people mm-hmm. who hopefully those teens are trying to pursue God the best that they can. Yeah. And then you step out of that and it's like, now you get to choose who yeah. you're spending time with. and. You know, you've had, your, you've had your license for a while and, yeah. and, you know, the Vining clan are pretty bold to go traveling and go on a road trip and all that kind of stuff, you know. So really having to choose, you know, that's a huge aha moment, Jenny, yeah. yeah. And I actually noticed that my faith got stronger when I came back from Minnesota because of the people that I was intentionally putting myself mm-hmm. around. Probably not a lot of Christians out there the Barrack Sanctuary. There huh? were none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were none. It was really hard. I missed, I think the first service I came back to hearing worship I like broke down crying because Uh, I hadn't heard it in two months and I hadn't gone to fellowship with anybody in so long that, I mean, two months isn't that long. I know people have gone longer, but it was the longest I'd gone and it was, it made me realize how much I missed it. Mm -hmm. And even though I still read my Bible when I was out there and I tried to be as intentional as I could, I missed the community Mm -hmm. and it made me want to be more intentional in my friendships because Mm -hmm. not not even like finding different or new friends, but the friends that I had, let's talk about God more. Let's mm-hmm. encourage each other in our faith. Yeah. Let's hold each other accountable more. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember when I was, uh, when I was, I moved out, spent some time living with some other guys and you know, one of them, they were Christian, they were Christian guys. We were all figuring things out the best yeah. we could at like 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Bible college and I did one semester in England and that was really cool. Like just like hanging around a bunch of people that didn't know me, I didn't know them, like, mm-hmm. and it was it was you know Bible college. But I came back and I tried to hang out with some of the dudes I used to hang out with, yeah. and honestly, I did more that I regret in those couple of months when I came back and started hanging out with those guys yeah. than than I did in high school. Or like before mm-hmm. that, it was just, and it was like this drought where I re- I really had to make that choice. You know, yeah. who am I going to hang out with? Who I love these guys, yeah, but they, I'm not strong enough to say no to them. You know, and they're doing something I shouldn't be doing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's tough. That really is. But I think that helps shape who we are. And I think people that can't um, come to the place of really, of really making that decision, like they keep making that choice all the way through their 20s and, and uh, it really impacts who they are. Um, sorry, someone opened the door to our recording room. And so we're all like, kind of like, <laughs> like go away. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great, Jenny. That's good. That's good. How about you, Daniel? Anything? Any big aha moments um, other than the car payment, but spiritually? <laughs> uh, honestly, really just the same thing as Jenny because mm. our friend group has had some big changes yeah. uh, in the last few months that's like 
just from the senior trip to like when she left, mm -hmm. uh, that was like what a month or two. The senior trip to when I left, or sorry, from when you left to when you came back. Yeah, yeah. two um, months. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. like such a massive change mm -hmm. from people, and like I just didn't want to be around certain stuff. Yeah, granted, that's just like always how I've been like, growing up. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. very careful with who I hang out, um, hang out with. Um, but it, yeah, it wasn't something that I was paying much mind to because I was just with the assumption that, yeah, these people believe the same way that mm -hmm. these people are of the same mindset. They're looking for the same thing in not just their personal life, but spiritually mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, and then coming out of high school, it's like, oh, well now you have all this freedom mm -hmm. and things are like, yeah. not, <laughs> yeah, not what I, not what I, I, I had in mind. Yeah. There's no um, more assuming, huh? Yeah. Because even you get to see mm -hmm. see the stuff, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it was just a really big change. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always like had a pretty like tight knit group of people that I mm -hmm. hang out with, like some yeah. people from school that I still talk to. Um, but I'm I'm very careful with who I hang yeah. out, with, and even more mindful now than I was before. Mm -hmm. um, oh sure. And it's not like a huge change in my life, but it's just like it blindsided me so much because so much happened with all that. Mm -hmm. Um, Such a real reminder that it takes intentionality. Like yeah. you can't just go along with it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's gonna. If you guys could go back to when you were in high school, would you have been more intentional with the people you hang out with and who influenced you and, and kind of who, you know? So you went to a public schools annual, mm -hmm. right? And then Jenny, you were homeschooled, kind of charter school, right? Yeah. Um, would you guys have been even in those two realms, like more intentional with like your faith and people that you were really pouring into and people that are pouring into you like yeah there's people now that I wish I would have developed my friendship with them more because I see their faith and I really admire it mm -hmm. and I think that I just think that we could have or I could have benefited so much more from pouring into those kinds of friendships That's than good. the ones that I I did pour yeah. into um but I don't regret it in the sense of like it feels like a waste of time mm -hmm. because I, I see how much God used it to really bring me to where I am right now. Yeah. And so I, I can't regret a work that God has done in my life, mm -hmm. you know? Um, That's good. I, I like can that. take it and, and think to the future of, okay, look at who is being bold in their faith. Look at who is living their life mm -hmm. as a Christian, living their life, um, bringing honor to God rather than just saying some of the things but not really doing it there's no evidence of it in their yeah. life and pursue those friendships that's so. good i like it um we're closing on time but i wanted to ask you guys so we we started the book of revelation you know in, in our youth group and um one of the things or revelation one i want i hit on last night actually at youth group was john right the apostle the guy who wrote revelation his first encounter with jesus he was a young man He's just kind of being called into like, I will make you fishers of men. He's walking around with this guy who's doing miracles and loaves and fishes and doing all these amazing things, right? He's this young guy, okay? And then you see through history, right? Like this John became this, this incredible force in the, 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 the Jewish church in, in Israel and like for the first century church was basically a father to the church, you know? And his last encounter with Jesus is from Revelation 1 where he encounters this glorified flaming eyes, sword out of the mouth, like just this like Godhead Jesus, you know, the power of it. Um, 
Now, Jesus has always had that power, right? Like, even when he was in his in, in flesh, he still had all that power, all that might and omniscient wisdom and everything. But it was John being older and wiser, him maturing, that Jesus is that bigger. Yeah, he's able to see it more. Yeah. Can you guys, when you look at your faith now, mm-hmm. you know, I guess, like, my, my question is, um, can you encourage our high schoolers that are listening to this or middle schoolers that, that is Jesus bigger to you now? You know, is he, is he more now than he was? Like, like, he's still who he is, right? But, like, is he more powerful? Is he more influential in your life than he was when you were a freshman, you know, or eighth grader? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, something mm-hmm. my mom always says. <laughs> Sorry, I love the ne- Next time, yes. I'm giving you the questions ahead of time, Daniel. Like specific yeah. questions, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, give me the specific questions, okay. too, because it'll, it'll help. I like it on the fly, though. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. Sorry. No, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Something my mom always says is that as we, not as we sin more, but as we recognize our failures more and just how mm-hmm. how much we deserve the cross, that's that Jesus just becomes bigger and bigger mm. to us because we realize the mm. sacrifice that it took yeah. and how much we should have been the ones on the cross. And mm. I think that's really true that as I've gotten older or even just in the past couple of months, I've struggled with stuff. I've gone through more struggles um, that felt big and real than I did probably in all of my high school years. Yeah. And Jesus grew with them. You know, okay, I like that. It really, it's a comfort to know that I don't have to be afraid for something Mm. too big to happen in the future because God can match anything. Oh, that's good. He can really match anything. I like that. I'm going to use that in the next sermon. (laughs) It just gives opportunity for Jesus to show how much more bigger He is than that problem. Yeah, oh, that's good. And it it almost like (laughs) makes you excited to see, not like excited to struggle, but excited to see what God can do with that struggle because. If you, I mean, every time you're tested, it's just an opportunity to draw closer to God. That's good. Yeah. Thanks, Jenny. That's really encouraging, I think, to any high schooler, honestly. Mm-hmm. like So many of their tests or like trials are like right here in front of their face, you know, and the perspective is really hard to have. And it you guys, is, yeah. even how young you are, you have more perspective now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out of high school, a little more responsibility in life, and it's kind of coming at you in a different angle than it was when you were yeah. you're younger, so... That's great. Well, any last words, you guys, before we close this down? Anything you're just burning to tell these high schoolers? Or, yes, actually. Oh, you, yes, Jenny has Yeah, one. I, I do I, have I, something. Okay. Just that. I love it. I felt in like the past few months, I felt like such a failure that I had, like kind of going back to what I just said, that I had messed up so badly and that I had, I had fallen away too much to be accepted again, mm-hmm. to be accepted by God again, to be accepted by other Christians again. And it's not like it was the worst thing in the world. I just felt, I just took so much shame upon myself. Mm. Um, but it was in that, that I was able to realize how much God loves me because he saw me the same despite what I had done. Mm-hmm. And good. I wouldn't have been able to realize that love if I was doing things worth loving, you know? Mm-hmm. It's when you mess up and you don't deserve it, that you recognize how big it is, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, just... That's great. When you feel, like, doubt because of something you've done, just remember that your faith isn't based on 
who you are, what you've done. It's, it's all centered around Jesus and what he's done for us. That's so good, Jenny. That's so encouraging. I love it. How about you, Daniel? Are you burning just desires to say something? I don't not really know. No. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm very prepared today. For, no worries, for man. No worries. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, you know, youth here at Monterey, you're going to be seeing more of, of Zaniel and Jenny. Uh, Zaniel's actually going to probably start playing drums for us on Tuesday nights. And, and Jenny is just chomping at the bit to come back and be a youth leader. And uh, it'll happen sooner than later, I'm sure. Um, so, you know, guys, as Zaniel and Jenny just kind of gave you just some really... And it's just nuggets of truth and, and hope. Is nuggets not okay? No, <laughs> it's just funny. Gold nuggets? like Yeah, no, I, I totally you get, get it. it. Okay, oh, okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. just think it's funny. Jenny has mocked my speech since day one. Like <laughs> She literally has, or she used to have, uh, notes on her phone of stupid things Josh said. Or like, oh, it was of everybody, though. Oh, it wasn't just me? No, it wasn't, it wasn't just everybody. That makes me feel better. Yeah, it was, it was of everybody. <laughs> so there night. was a lot yeah. of you. I, <laughs> I thought like... No, yeah. it was not just okay, you. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, but anyway, they've just given you some real truth here. And so uh, if you want to reach out to them or talk to them or, or uh, ask them any questions, uh, reach out to me at joshuas at calvary.com and I will send that to, to them and so that they can uh, get a hold of you. Check us. Yeah, yeah, smash that, uh, that like <laughs> button. No, I don't say that. Um, and then also you can find us on Instagram at ymcalvary. Guys. So if you're in the Monterey Peninsula and want to check out our youth group, we meet uh, Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock here at Calvary Monterey. Hope to see you guys around. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. All right, guys. Take it easy and God bless. Thank you for listening. For more information about Calvary Monterey's youth ministry, go to calvary.com slash youth or follow us on Instagram at ymcalvary. Catch you guys next time. Peace.